Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Chinese Sayings Podcast. Laszlo Montgomery here with you, presenting a new Yu for your ever-expanding collezione. Last week, we ran a little longer than usual CSP fair, so this time I'll have you out of here much quicker. This was another early one I picked up during my first year of Chinese study, Qing Chuyulan. I didn't know it way back then, but we have Xunzi to thank for this one. Xunzi, of course, was the philosopher who parted ways with the great Mengzi and postulated that human nature was fundamentally evil. But the great master Xun, he said, evil by nature though it may be, humankind had it in their power to constantly strive to better itself through ceaseless personal cultivation and education. And this Chinese saying, Qing Chu Yulan, comes from the chapter Encouraging Learning, Quan Xue, from Xunzi's 32-chapter philosophical work, The Xunzi. And this tale testifies to his belief in the possibility, necessity, and value of constant education and learning to improve oneself. Let's break down the characters. This one actually has a rejoinder to it, but in this episode I'll only make you remember the essential first four. Qing, as an adjective, means a special kind of blue or greenish-blue color. Chuyu means out of or from. And lan means blue, or in this case, indigo blue, which is very dark. Blue or blue-green, or simply bright blue, from dark blue, in so many words. The idiom first came to Xunzi, but it was quoted throughout the centuries, perhaps most famously with respect to a story concerning the disciple of a famous scholar of the Northern and Southern Dynasties period named Kong Fan. He had a loyal disciple named Li Mi, who was a hard-working and conscientious young scholar and quickly became one of Kong Fan's favorite students. Kong Fan painstakingly taught Li Mi everything he knew, and Li Mi was so good at his studies that in a few years, his knowledge and erudition surpassed his teacher, Kong Fan. However, the thing about Li Mi was that, as brilliant as he may have been, he was also a humble student, and he refused to do anything that might be construed as showing off his superior knowledge in front of anyone, especially Master Kong Fan. Kong Fan had a habit of discussing complex problems with his students, and he was not above asking his students for opinions and pointing to his shortcomings when he didn't have the answer. So one day during a seminar, Kong Fan asked Li Mi a difficult question, one that he, the teacher, did not know how to answer. Li Mi knew the answer, but he didn't want to appear more knowledgeable than his teacher and flex in front of everyone with his answers. So he merely stammered out a perfunctory reply to Kong Fan's direct question. After the seminar was over, Kong Fan asked Li Mi to stay behind and called him into his study. Kong Fan said, When I ask you a question, please don't hesitate to reply out of consideration for my status as your teacher. Did Confucius himself not say, San Ren Xing, be your washer? Out of every three men, at least one can teach me something? Well, it's an honor to learn from anyone who knows more about any subject than I do. And from a young man like you, who is more knowledgeable than I am about so many things, how much I could learn if you would only teach me. 
Well, someone must have overheard the exchange between teacher and student because when word got out about this incident of Kong Fan asking a student to become his teacher, well, it caused a great stir in the intellectual and literati communities of the time. It was considered by all a double win. First, they praised Kong Fan's humble spirit as a teacher and his love of learning for the sake of learning and never acting pretentious about his scholarship. And Li Mi, too. He was praised for his respectful nature and sharing his teacher's commitment to knowledge and learning and placing degrees and status as unimportant. These colleagues of Li Mi, hearkening back to those four characters from the Xunzi, composed a popular song about this incident that went, Indigo is made from blue, blue gives way to indigo. Qing Cheng Lan, Lan Xie Qing, Shi He Chang, Zai Ming Jing. The student who knows better becomes the teacher. So, indigo comes from blue and yet surpasses blue. A student's talents may exceed the masters from whom he learns. This one is perfect for situations to describe any instance in which the student surpasses their teacher, or the one being taught is more skillful than the one doing the teaching. And this is in no way limited to students and teachers. This can also be colleagues at work, in sports, in music or the arts. It can even refer to the present exceeding the past. Although nowadays I'm beginning to wonder. So once again, Ching Chu Yulan, two takeaways from this. No one will diminish their standing or face by asking a question of those who know better than them, no matter whether they're younger, a student, a junior colleague, or someone you recognize who knows more than you do. And the second takeaway, all you brilliant minds, remember Li Mi and his humility despite his great abilities as a scholar. You wouldn't see him tweeting about how smart and witty he was or posting stuff to call attention to himself on social media. That's the fate of many a teacher, wherever they are in this world, no matter their brilliance or effectiveness at teaching. There's always pupils whose innate brilliance will allow them to transcend the teaching of the teacher, like Matt Damon's character in Goodwill Hunting or Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn. Leonardo da Vinci once said, Poor is the teacher whose student does not surpass him. So keep all that in mind, all you teachers, professors, mentors, and geniuses. The more students who surpass you in learning and achievement, the better teacher you were. Okay, I told you this one would be short. Ching Chu Yulan, and the rejoinder I told you about, it goes like this. Ching Chu Yulan, our Sheng Yulan, which just says bright blue comes from blue and even surpasses Lan, or this indigo blue. Like I said, Ching Chu Yulan... We'll get you through any situation. Emma, once again, outdid herself. She's managing the whole Cheng Yu Yan Jiu brilliantly. We're deep into contract negotiations regarding another possible postseason bonus episode featuring Emma. So that's going to be it, mes amis. On behalf of Emma, Gum Jie, and her 3 p.m. tea service, and all the apple scruffs loitering outside my front door. This is Laszlo Montgomery signing off from L.A. on a hot day in July in the year of the cat, my favorite year. Please consider coming back next time for another useful episode of the Chinese Sayings Podcast.